This is Dr. Jonathan Shaw. I want to thank you for tuning in to Crown Ministries Podcast today. We hope that this message transforms you and encourages you to pursue God's presence in a greater way. Enjoy the message. Get your Bibles. I want to share. I want to talk to someone today. I want to talk to people today. Um, my assignment, so please forgive me. My assignment today, the Lord gave me prophetically, it's really not to everybody. I know all of y'all are in this room, but it, I'm, I won't be talking to everybody. So I may lose you. You may get sleepy. Uh, you may feel this message is boring, and it simply means it's not to you. Don't take it personal. Come back next week, and then we'll minister to you. But uh, this message is for a particular kind of people uh, today. Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapter 5 and 1 verse, uh, verse number 6. Y'all going to pray with me today. Matthew 5 and 6, it reads thusly. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Can y'all read that verse with me together? Let's read it. Blessed. The reason why this message is not for everybody because everybody is not here. Everybody doesn't live in that verse. Everybody don't really understand that verse. My prayer is that at the end of this message, you will become this verse. But today, the Lord told me to preach to hungry people. And the truth is, everybody ain't hungry. And those of us who are hungry, the word of the Lord to you today is stay hungry. Turn around and touch three folks and say, stay hungry, stay hungry, stay hungry, stay hungry, stay hungry, stay hungry. Father, bless this witness. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Father, I pray that you would word my, my mouth as the pen in the hand of a ready writer. I pray, oh God, that today you would preach through me. Father, not only talk to the people, but preach through me that the people will feel your word. That they don't just hear it, but let them feel it today. Let their heart feel it. Let their spirit feel it. Let their situation feel it. Let their mama and their daddy feel it. But most of all, let every demon that's been messing with them feel it. Until they loose them and let them go. In Jesus' name, we declare it done and so. Somebody shout amen. Have your seats. Stay hungry. Stay hungry. Stay hungry. Give me 40 minutes. Stay hungry. Um, brothers and sisters, uh, if you have not known, I've been talking for the last uh, couple of weeks. Uh, since the beginning of this year, I have been on a diet. And uh, I have been eating healthier. And uh, I've been enjoying this journey uh, because I've been losing weight. And I've been feeling much better. I have more energy. Um, and I'm feeling good. I can climb a flight of stairs without breathing hard. That's a good thing. I could fit in some clothes that I, I was getting a little tight in. And uh, things are going well. Uh, I have put myself on a restriction of eating fruits, vegetables, and water. It has been a, a good diet. It's been good, healthy living. Uh, and it's been very comfortable. Uh, my morning starts out, I'll eat, I'll eat either a bowl of oatmeal uh, with some uh, wheat toast and a boiled egg. Uh, 
uh, or my wife will make me uh, some omelets, a vegetable omelet, and that's just so I can get my protein in my system. And uh, for, for lunch, I'll have a salad, and uh, for dinner, I'll just eat some vegetables, some squash or broccoli, uh, some kale or something, and it has been good. Uh, one time, I made me a spinach quiche, a broccoli quiche, and that was really good. Uh, it was very tasty, and I've been enjoying this journey. And uh, the, the, the challenge with this from my nutritionist was, she told me, she says, Mr. Shaw, make sure you eat regularly throughout the day. She said, because a lot of your weight gain is because you're confusing your body because your body doesn't know when you're going to eat again. And she said, you only eat one meal a day and you're actually gaining weight from that because the one meal that you do eat, your body doesn't know when it's going to eat again. So what your body intelligently does is it turns the one meal into fat and the one meal it turns into fat, it feeds off of that fat because it doesn't know when it's going to eat again. So stop eating just one meal a day. She told me you actually should start eating every three hours. Don't eat big meals like it's Thanksgiving, but every three hours, the size of your meal should be the size of your hand. She said the size of your meal should be the size of your hand. She helped me to measure the portions of my meal. She says when you have a plate, she says make sure that your food is in the center of your plate. If your food begins to touch the rim of your plate, that's too much on your plate. Did y'all know that? That the food is only supposed to be in the center of your plate. And uh, if it's on the rim, it's actually too much food. Uh, and so I've learned to reproportion my meals. And, and people have been supportive. My wife has been supportive and she makes sure that she stops buying my famous Intimates donuts that I love. She stopped buying them. Uh, she stopped buying all the candy and the sweets that I like to eat. They're not even in my house anymore. Uh, our wonderful sweet sister Carlene Frederick has been helping me. She bought me a book on uh, how to juice my food and eat uh, 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 you know, more food and juice it and, and all that good stuff. She gave me a, a, a drink of beet juice. Uh, and beet juice is actually the devil's saliva, I think, in my opinion. <laughs> that is some disgusting stuff. Uh, oh, oh, no, Colleen likes it. Colleen likes it. And then Colleen went shopping for me, and she bought me a huge tub of uh, a gallon of a water bottle. I said, I don't know where I'm going to take this water bottle. It's a huge water bottle, but just to make sure I'm drinking enough water for the day to flush my system from toxins. So I got a great supports group and I got a great uh, um, uh, 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 people who are behind me in living healthy and living whole. Here's the challenge that I have, ladies and gentlemen, with my schedule throughout the day. My challenge is eating every three hours. It's challenging for me. Number one, I'm extremely busy. And so I actually forget about eating. And I also have to change my methodology or my rather my thinking about food. Uh, I have been accustomed to thinking about food as a reward. Uh, 
In other words, I don't eat until everything is accomplished and finished. So the way I think about food is you don't have a right to eat until you finish all your jobs. That's how I view food. Wrong way to view food. You need to view food as fuel to continue to do what you're doing. So you need to eat every three hours because it's going to be your fuel to help you to continue to do what you're doing. My challenge is I don't eat because number one, I'm so busy. But the second reason, which brings me to my message, Elder Dale, of why I don't eat is because in the middle of the day, I'm not hungry. So I don't eat because Pastor Moore, I'm not hungry. So Pastor Shaw would come to me while I'm sitting in my office at the house and she says, honey, what do you want to eat? And I'll say, I don't know. I'm not hungry. I'm in the middle of an email. I'm in the middle of a conference call. She says, what do you want to eat? I said, I don't have a clue. I'm not hungry. And because I'm not hungry, I'm actually compromising my diet. I'm disobeying my nutritionist because I'm not abiding to that every three-hour meal. So what? once again, what I'm doing is I'm confusing my digestive system to tell it that the last meal that I ate, turn it into fat again because we don't know when he's going to eat again. I'm not hungry. The challenge with not being hungry is that you don't eat because you're not hungry. I'm going somewhere. And when you don't eat because you're not hungry, you're confusing your system. You're making your system operate outside of the way it's supposed to and you're turning food, which is nutrients, into fat. <laughs> and unfortunately, you're confusing your system because you're not hungry. I'm going somewhere. And what happens, ladies and gentlemen, when we don't get hungry, we don't feed ourselves. So what most of us do is we wait to eat when we're hungry. And what hunger is, is hunger is your system talking to your brain, telling you that you are malnourished and you actually need to feed it fuel so it can continue to go on. Look at your neighbor and say, stay hungry. And so when you get hungry, uh, what happens is your stomach has eaten all the nutrients and food and it has even also eaten all of the fat from the last meal. So there's nothing left. And the reason why your stomach growls is because your intestines are rubbing itself together looking for food. And so the sound of growl is the sound of your intestines rubbing each other to tell yourself you want something to eat. Here's the danger of making your intestines rub against each other. That it can cause certain other diseases to start coming into your system. Formerly, the first thing that could happen when you're hungry, it would cause bad breath. Oh, look at y'all. Because your intestines rubbing together will cause a friction and will produce a fragrance or let's call it 
odor that will come then out of your mouth because your intestines are constantly rubbing together in search of food because you have infected its nutrients to keep it going to where you want to go next so there are then some symptoms of what starts happening when we get hungry we have a feeling of emptiness in our stomach somebody say empty we have the growling sound because our system is looking for food so a question I have for you is who's empty and who's making noise in starvation of food the growling sound is a noise looking for substance another result of hunger is that it will begin to foster dizziness y'all ever been hungry and got dizzy dizziness is a result of a imbalance of your equilibrium system and so now you really can't focus in even how to walk uh, because you are dizzy due to a lack of nutrients and food going into your system dizziness is instability <laughs> Dizziness is a sign of being unstable. Can I preach to y'all today? Also, not only dizziness will come, but you will also have faintness because you're hungry. Lightheadedness comes when you're hungry. Some of y'all can attest to this one. You start having headaches because you are hungry. And a lot of times we're wondering what's wrong with me, but we have to ask ourselves, have we eaten today? Because I got this headache and this headache, you know, is mess and I don't know what's wrong with me and I don't know what's going on. I can't get rid of this headache and you popping Tylenol and Excedrin and Aleve and really all you have to do is feed your system something and the headache could go away headaches come when you are hungry another result for hunger is you are irritable mm -hmm. you are irritable and you are easily y'all need to be saying amen agitated oh god some of y'all are just permanently hungry that's what's wrong with you you start barking and getting mad at folks you hollering and screaming because you are hungry and so because your system has not received fuel your brain is not being energized and so now all of your emotions are now weighing on you because you cannot think rationally you cannot think logically so your psyche has to take over which now means you are an emotional individual rather than a logical individual because you didn't eat anything and some of y'all are just mad and you need to go somewhere and get something to eat do me a favor help me preach look at your neighbor say stop hollering at us and go get something to eat you fighting and fussing and cussing and cutting and all you need to do is get a decent meal in your system you also have when you're hungry a lack of concentration 
Teachers, don't y'all tell your students before you come to school, get something to eat first because then you're able to concentrate on the lesson that's being given to you for today. Some of y'all right now, I'm about to tune me out in another two minutes if I don't start hollering at you because you didn't eat breakfast this morning before you came to church and your system right now is telling you, Pastor, better hurry up with something because I'm losing concentration in this message. So then therefore, a lack of a proper diet could actually foster ADD. Mm -hmm. attention deficit disorder some of you oh god help us don't need concerter you don't need psychotropic medications you need a good healthy meal before you come to church you need to eat breakfast uh oh then you can pay attention to the preacher before you go to school eat some breakfast so you can pay attention to the teacher is it is it that you're not getting the information not because the class is boring or the church is not interesting could it be that you didn't eat so therefore you can't eat <laughs> I'm going somewhere I'm almost through here so there's a lack of concentration due to hunger look at your neighbor and say concentrate concentrate but you gotta feed yourself in order for you to concentrate one of the last symptoms of hunger is nausea you get nauseous you just you feel got an upset stomach and uh, you feel like you need some Pepto-Bismol or something because you're just nauseous because you haven't fed your system you have put your system into shutdown and confusion and now there's a great uh, desire in you that you are too emotional to really satisfy it because your logic has went out the window with your hunger issue when you're hungry the body doesn't have the proper nutrients to fuel your brain power to replenish your cells or to provide it energy to boost it aside from being irritable and mood swings hunger can often cause fatigue uh -oh. could it be that the reason why some of you aren't sleeping well at night is because you are fatigued and you are fatigued because throughout the day you did not eat properly Oh God, I told y'all all y'all gonna go on this diet with me. You didn't eat properly. And so you're exhausted because of your eating habits. Oh God, thank you. And now you're sleeping, but you're still tired. You're get, you got six, seven, eight hours of sleep, but you're still exhausted and fatigued. It has nothing to do with your sleep patterns. It has to do with your eat patterns. Look at your neighbor says, stop dying dying because of your diet uh, you're dying because of your diet your dinner is your death sentence your lunch is your lynch and your breakfast will have your breakthrough if you eat one you gotta understand that you are fatigued because of your diet the most common complaint is fatigue and it can also lead to an inability to concentrate and feelings of confusion and lack of focus hunger can lead to malnutrition which can lead to physical side effects weakened immune system oh god 
physical and mental stunting and increased risk of disease. All that happens when you are hungry. You actually are weakening and compromising your immune system when you go throughout the day and you don't feed your body. You know you need your immune system. It's your immune system that will fight the flu of your neighbor that's sitting right next to you. They got a cold and snotting and wiping everything everywhere and then I turn around and tell you touch your neighbor, shake your neighbor's hand and now you, because you got a weak immune system, done got the issue and their disease but only because you haven't fed yourself but if you feed yourself I don't care what you got it ain't coming off on me because I got a system strong enough to handle everything I'm going somewhere if y'all would ride this train with me my system is strong enough to handle any attack you may bring to me somebody shout stay hungry Let's bring some information to you and then I'm going to the text. There is, Alric, a great challenge of hunger in our world. Do y'all know how blessed you are to have options of what you're going to eat? I need the real church to say amen. You don't understand how blessed you are to not only have options of what to eat, but even to have an option to eat three times a day, a breakfast, lunch, and a dinner. Because too many people, Pastor Moore, in this world don't have those options. Can we do some stats just for a minute? 11.3% of the world's population is hungry. That's roughly 805 million people who go undernourished on a daily basis consuming less than the recommended 2100 calories a day. The world produces enough food to feed all 7 billion people, but those who go hungry either do not have the land to grow food or money to purchase food. Ten countries that have achieved great success in reducing the total number of hungry people in proportion to their natural population are countries like Armenia, Brazil, Cuba, the country Georgia, Guyana, Kuwait, St. Vincent and the Grenadines, Thailand and Venezuela. Notice America not on the list one of the wealthiest nations and we still have a starving population poverty is the principal cause of hunger the cause of poverty include poor people's lack of resources and an extremely unequal income distribution in the world and within specific countries conflict and hunger itself is the cause of why people are dying every day simply because they didn't get a meal in 2010, an estimated, watch this, 7.6 million children, oh God, that's more than 20,000 children a day, died because they were hungry. 7.6 million, that's 20,000 children a day, 
died because they were poor uh, and could not get any food. Oh, Lord, help us, Jesus. Nearly 98% of the worldwide hunger exists underdeveloped countries. Almost one in every 15 children in developing countries dies before the age of five and all because of hunger-related issues. One of every 15. While hunger exists worldwide, 526 million hungry people live in Asia. Over a quarter of the world's undernourished people, listen to this, over a quarter of the world's undernourished people live in Africa. Almost one in four people in this region are chronically hungry. When a mother is undernourished during pregnancy, the baby is often born undernourished too. Every year, watch this, 17 million children are born this way due to the mother's lack of nutrition before and during pregnancy. Lord Jesus. Similarly, women in hunger are also deficient in basic nutrients like iron, oh God, that causes their death even in childbirth in 2010 315,000 women died in childbirth from hemorrhaging due to the lack of food Lord Jesus people are dying to eat and we've got options to eat we can pick and choose what we want to eat and oh God and you mean to tell me that we won't pray. can I pause parenthetically right here and say that you've got some kind of gall to not praise God when people in this world are dying over the very thing that you think is minute and small you need to be opening your mouth and thanking God every time come on here you put a slice of bread past your lips you need to be praising God come on here stop complaining that you ain't got steak and potatoes if you simply can drink a glass of water without contaminants without come on feces in it where the animals didn't bathe in it you are blessed and highly favored of God Lord Jesus and the truth of the matter is we having all of these things available to us and still get hungry only due to neglect not due to production is due to our own neglect of intake ladies and gentlemen brothers and sisters if I can go down to the text and show you upon Jesus message of the beatitude he's preaching on the Mount of Olives and he's declaring a word now Jesus is the greatest preacher that ever lived he is the greatest preacher that ever walked the earth the problem I got with the four boys Matthew Mark Luke and John is they don't write enough of his sermons in the Bible because if they wrote more of his sermons I'll preach them every week <laughs> hallelujah to God but they don't write enough of them here in Matthew 5 is a half of Jesus' message. Jesus actually preached so long in this message. He preached Sunday school, morning service.
this afternoon service uh, into the midnight shut-in. Uh, he preached so long that the disciples said the people are getting hungry. We need to feed them something to eat. Uh, Jesus didn't watch a clock in church. Oh, Jesus, I'm messing up. Uh, he preached so long uh, until they got mad and got hungry. It's amazing there, Minister Roosevelt Smith, you'll like this, uh, that hungry and angry are the only English words that end in G-R-Y. Lord help us. Could it be that hunger and anger are directly related? And some of you could be angry because you're hungry. That's what's wrong with you. It ain't who left you. It ain't who fired you. It ain't who beat you. It's the fact that you're hungry. And if you would feed yourself, you would dismantle and dismiss anger out of your life. High five your neighbors and it's time to eat. It's time to eat. Lord help us Jesus starts preaching to the people Harry John boy and he tells them uh, in this text he starts declaring to them how blessed they are and Eric sometimes we need to be reminded how blessed we are I got to finish preaching this but I feel like running already because when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me yes sir my soul cries out hallelujah thank God for saving me look at your neighbor said I'm blessed tell him I'm better than blessed if you got a roof over your head you bless do you know how many homeless folks in this world do you know how many homeless folks in this country do you know how many homeless folks in this city do you know how many homeless folks live right here in this zip code thank God for my one bedroom or my studio apartment because it least I got a roof over my head. Look at yourself up and down. From your feet to your head. You got shoes on your feet. Clothes on your back. Thank God you got your right frame of mind. You blessed girl. You blessed man. High five your neighbor and tell him I know I'm blessed. Oh and don't you ever forget how blessed you are. Whenever folks come to church, Dr. Gess, oh God, and they don't praise God, that's a person that got a bad memory. Whenever you don't praise God, it's because you don't have a good memory. You forgot about what he's did for you. You forgot how he blessed you. You forgot that when you woke up today, you woke up two gifts, your left eye and your right eye. I woke up blessed because I'm alive. Look at your neighbor and say, hey, neighbor. You know why I'm blessed? Because I'm on this side of the dirt. My bed wasn't my cooling board. I didn't wake up in the hospital. I didn't wake up in the prison cell. Somebody shout, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I know I am. We complain about so much. We complain about what we ain't got. We complain about what others got. We complain about what others have. But my God, do you know how blessed you are? Hallelujah. When you got out 
descriptions this morning of what outfit you was going to put on. You can look over your closet and decide what you are. Somebody living in this world that wrapped themselves in a towel, wrapped themselves in a bed sheet, and that's the same thing they've been wearing for the last year of their life. You're blessed because you got options. High five, three, four, and say, I got options. I got options. I got options. Oh God, sit down 10 minutes and I'm going to fly the kite. Come on. Jesus had to remind them how blessed you are. Slap your neighbor like they're a four-year-old talking in church and say, stop all that complaining. Shut your mouth from complaining. You but not complain. You complain again, I'm going to bust you in your mouth with this microphone. Because you blessed, honey. You ain't got nothing to complain about. It's amazing how we come to God like beggars. We come to God like beggars asking for stuff when our needs have already been met. When He's already blessed us. Matter of fact, for 14 people who will holler back at me, if God don't do another thing, He's already done enough. Somebody shout, I'm blessed. Oh, come on, come on, sit down, y'all. You're making me nervous. Oh, God, we got guests. I'm trying to impress them. Watch this. And so, Jesus had to preach a message to remind people how blessed they are. He said, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. You see this list? It's a shame he got to give us a list. Oh God, of how blessed we are. And I want to tell everyone in you in this room that every time you go in prayer, you got a laundry list of God about what you need and what you want and what you got to have because you got the got to haves. You done scrolled on Facebook and saw what everybody got and now you caught a disease called I gotta have to and now you gotta have a vacation because you saw somebody in Hawaii. Now you gotta have a man because you saw somebody with a man and you don't know they man is beating them. You gotta have a car because somebody else got a car and you don't know that they ain't paying their rent because they paying their car note. You don't understand that what looks impressive on your scrolling social media is only the highlight reel of somebody's life. You gotta look at your own stories. You gotta look at your own posts and you gotta know that I'm blessed whether you like it or love it. Even if you don't share it. I said I wasn't gonna tell nobody but I just can't keep it to myself. Somebody shout I'm blessed give God a laundry list of what you need he gives you back a list of how blessed you are he said blessed are the merciful for they shall obtain mercy blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God blessed are the peacemakers Harry John boy for they shall be called the children of God blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness sake for theirs is the kingdom oh he goes on and on and on but the part that I like is verse number six he said blessed are they which do hunger yes sir and thirst after righteousness for they shall be filled 
which means that if there is a hunger that I have then God will bless me by satisfying me and he will fill me which means he's not going to leave me empty help me be the preacher today grab your neighbor hand and shake it like you're going to shake it off and say neighbor if you're empty he's going to fill you up if you have a need he's going to supply it but all you've got to do is stay hungry daddy you know why folks come to church and they sit there like a lump on a log and then they live a life of hell from Monday through Saturday it's because when they come to church on Sunday they ain't hungry for nothing oh god and I've discovered something since Tanya since I learned how to cook I like to cook for people who like to eat I ain't got enough amens but I'm gonna find the amen in my skinny self I said I like to cook for people who like to eat if you like to eat and when I put the plate of what I prepared in front of you and you talk about mm, mm, and you grunting and making noise and your leg under the table shaking that's how my wife do your leg under the table shaking and you talk about mm, and the conversation at the table stops and all we hear is click clicks of forks to plates and come on here come into your mouth because I only want to talk to you because I love this fried chicken these turkey wings are slamming this gravy is popping this macaroni and cheese is slamming I like to cook for people that talk back to me when I prepare the meal look at your neighbors and head neighbor tell the chef you like it by making some noise if I'm preaching and you ain't saying nothing I ain't cooking for you but if you holler that means you're enjoying the meal and I discovered that people could be in the same room or sitting at the same table eating the same food and everybody don't eat the same way uh, oh God maybe some of y'all maybe I can find you some of y'all are those kind of eaters that you eat each individual food all at the same time in other words if you got macaroni and cheese and collard greens and turkey wings you eat all your macaroni and cheese first and then you eat all of your collard greens and then you eat all of the turkey wing I can't stand them kind of eaters I don't know why you do that but uh, it's your thing go ahead and eat your food but you gotta eat all of this first you gotta eat all of that next and then you gotta eat all of that some of y'all said it tastes but okay look at your neighbor said as long as you eat it as long as you eat but some of y'all eat like me you gotta mix y'all help us Jesus you gotta have it touch each other don't mess around and give me barbecue ribs with macaroni and cheese because some of the sauce of the rib gotta touch the macaroni and cheese it gotta touch there's a glorious happening when macaroni and cheese touch barbecue ribs there's an anointing in it that will shake and move your soul God help us oh God help us oh Lord and when I come to church I gotta make sure that I do not just eat the praise and worship do not just eat the prayer do not just eat 
message. But you got to mix the praise and worship with the prayer, with the word. Mix it all together and eat it all up. Look at your neighbor says, stop going for the crumbs and eat the whole loaf. But you got to stay hungry. Lord Jesus, I come to preach to some people that the devil has been working overtime, Sister McCray, at stealing your drive. Oh God, some of you say, Pastor Shaw, I've lost my drive. I lost my motives. I lost my push. I lost the energy to go after anything. I don't know what my ambitions are. I don't know what I aspire to. That's because what you're saying metaphorically is you've lost your hunger. You gotta get hungry again. You gotta get desperate again. You gotta go on the prowl and find you something to eat and feast on what the Lord has prepared for you. Slap three folks around and say, stay hungry, stay hungry. Lord help me Jesus I gotta get out of here I got four minutes and so what I discovered is that not only do I like to cook for hungry people but I like to converse with people who are hungry in life oh God there's something refueling in me there's something that wakes up in me when other people are talking about life ambitions I like to be around dreamers I like to be around people who think out of the box I like to talk to people maybe I'll get 17 hollerers who think bigger than your bank accounts oh God I like to talk to people that said I see it I just can't afford it and I don't know how or when the money coming but I know that thing I see is somewhere in my future I like to talk to hungry people that said I do not let my situation determine my destination but I look beyond my faults and I see where I'm going somebody shall stay hungry You know why you haven't been filled? It's because you're not you know why you're not satisfied it's because you're not hungry you know why God ain't meeting you where you are it's because you're not hungry now watch this there is a difference between hunger and lust and I'm not even talking about sex what lust is is a contaminated desire it's a perverted desire hunger is a natural desire which means it occurs automatically Jesus help us but lust have to be developed based upon what you continue to concentrate on ironically enough when you're hungry it messes with your concentration so if you stay hungry long enough then lust will develop oh god let me help you to understand it some of you sister girls and even you brothers you desired or was hungry for a mate to get married uh oh uh, come on i wrote a book on it let's watch it and so you're hungry to get married nothing wrong with being hungry for companionship there's nothing wrong with being hungry to get married 
But if you don't allow the Lord to fulfill that hunger, either with himself or with someone that he sends you, then your hunger develops into a lust. And now you got a headache instead of a helpmeet because you didn't feed the hunger. And so when you're single, the way to feed the hunger of companionship is to develop communion with the Lord. Paul said, I wish all of you were single so you can dedicate all of your time to the Lord until the Lord sends a human person to satisfy your need for companionship. But if you maintain the hunger and don't put God in the spot, hunger will develop into lust. And now you desire something that don't belong to you. Oh God help us Jesus And instead Of Roosevelt Smith Eating a ribeye steak at Ruth Chris You don't got a hamburger from Checkers Lord Jesus Girls I got a question for you Either you want a beefcake Or you want padded beef And if you don't wait on God You'll get padded beef Instead of a beefcake Lord can I talk like I'm talking Listen brothers If you don't wake on God she got a milkshake in the yard to make all the boys water but are you messing with a milkshake or do you have Chardonnay oh lord I'm messing with y'all again you gotta understand that there is a waiting on God that you can be intoxicated with the wrong thing because your hunger has developed into lust because you didn't satisfy it you didn't give it what it wanted. I want a man. I want a man. How can you want a natural man? You won't even satisfy the heavenly man. God help us. How you going to be able to keep a man? You can't even keep Jesus. Come on here. I want a wife. I want a wife. Why you want a wife? You can't take care of God's needs. How you going to take care of her needs? You come on here. You got to understand that there is a hunger that's in here. And it's got to be quenched. It's got to be satisfied. But you got to satisfy it with the right thing but I'm here to tell somebody in this room whatever the devil throws at you this year whatever he slings in your direction you just stay hungry I'm closing now get out of your seat and go tell about five folks tell them whatever you do this year stay hungry come on go tell them preach for me y'all would you and say neighbor stay hungry say because every time you're hungry the Lord shall fill you I like the way Luke put this text he said they that hunger and thirst after righteousness the Lord will satisfy you and I got a word for 17 praises that 2019 is your year of satisfaction God's about to satisfy you because you stayed hungry grab somebody by the hand and say neighbor I'm too hungry to be messing around with the chickens when I'm supposed to be flying with the eagles. I'm too hungry to be messing around with pettiness and subliminal message on social media when I got an assignment on my life. I'm too hungry to fulfill the purpose of God to be messing around with folks who got a gutter mentality. High five your neighbor and say neighbor if you don't want to eat, I'm hungry. 
I want something to eat. If I got to go to church by myself, I'll leave everybody at the house because I was glad when they said unto me, let's go to the house of the Lord. Somebody shout, I'm hungry. I'm hungry at the righteousness. I'm hungry after the things of God. And you got to be very careful of how you satisfy your hunger. Because if you don't satisfy it right, you're going to mess up your system by putting the wrong things in. And that's what the Holy Ghost told me. As I go to my seat, he said, the church has been hungry, but her appetite has been satisfied with the wrong desires. And that's why we got adolescent apostles, baby bishops, premature prophets, elementary evangelists, and toddler teachers. Because y'all ain't hungry. That's why we got 25 apostles in one city. Yet we can't change policy. And we can't even change laws. Because y'all ain't hungry. That's why we got all these prophets throwing cloths, spitting and blowing. But yet we ain't got no direction because y'all ain't hungry. If the people get hungry and stop wanting hamburgers and start getting the meat of God's word, you would put that nonsense away. Can I tell y'all one of the most disruptive things I could experience as a cook in my house? is when my children eat McDonald's while I'm cooking. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Pisses me off. I'm sorry. Makes me mad. What gets me angry is while I'm cooking, you got a bag of chips and a candy bar while I'm cooking. And sometimes I think I'm the rock in a ring circle and tell my kids, can't you smell what I'm cooking? Come on here. Sometimes you gotta wait on it. But look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I smell something cooking up in my future. I smell my finances getting better. I smell my family getting delivered. I smell my situation turning around. High five somebody and say, I smell it. Said neighbor, God is cooking up something in my life and I'm hungry. I won't mess it up. Messing around with Ishmael when God got a Isaac in my future. I'm here to tell somebody, wait on the Lord and be of good courage. I gotta go. Goodbye, y'all. See you next week. But do me a favor, lean on your neighbor, say neighbor, if you're hungry, say it with power, say if you're hungry, wait, wait on the Lord, wait, wait on the Lord, wait, wait on the Lord, wait, 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 wait. wait on the Lord, he shall strengthen your heart, find somebody, Say neighbor, stay hungry. You gotta want it. You gotta desire it. You gotta be thirsty. I'm 
fighting for my life because I'm hungry. I'm fighting for my business because I'm hungry. I'm fighting for my ministry because I'm hungry. Get out your seat. Tell somebody, say neighbor. Jesus, here's my cup. I lift it up, fill it up, make it whole. Yeah, anybody, anybody, shout, shout. If you're hungry, shout. If you want it, shout. If it's yours, shout. Feed me, feed me, feed me. shall feed me Lord he only feeds those who are hungry we all can be sitting at the same table what's also disturbing for me as a cook is when I put a plate in front of you watch this and you ask for it but don't eat it talking about you ain't got no appetite well why did you sit down at my table why did you come to church if you wasn't gonna praise him why did you come here if you wasn't gonna give him glory then why did you come to the table when all we do is feed at this table Then the secret is, Rory, is when they said, well, you know, these new houses do this. Our old house didn't do this stuff. When they sit at the table talking about, I don't want this. And some of y'all, some of y'all special mothers. That's a nice word to say, right? Special. Some of y'all special mothers will cook two and three meals in your house. Because he don't eat this and she don't eat that. And she don't eat. You know why they don't eat it? Because they ain't hungry. Mother Shaw taught us lesson. If you hungry, you eat it. If you hungry, you eat it. Because watch this. It's not so much 
the food you're questioning, the chef takes it personal. You question my culinary skills. You may not like Brussels sprouts, but you love me. And I know how to prepare Brussels sprouts in a way that you would eat it. In other words, this was cooked just for you. When you say you don't want it, you've insulted the chef. All right. Can I, can I talk like I'm talking the way I'm talking? Crown, watch this. Y'all mature. This the year come up. Watch this. If you wonder why I can go to some churches and prophesy and see around corners and through walls, it's because they hungry for my prophetic. When you come here, you only see a pastor. But if you were hungry for a prophet, I could feed you what you want. Oh, come on here. See, you got to get hungry for it. If you come in church today and say, I don't know what pastor was going to preach, but I need God you to word his mouth, to put my word in his mouth. He got to prophesy to me today. And I'm not going to leave here until I eat what I'm hungry for. You got to raise your expectations. You get what you hungry for. He ain't lay hands today. He didn't prophesy today. Because you weren't hungry for it. You sitting there waiting on Smith to hit a certain chord. You waiting on Pastor Shaw to sing a certain song. You got to get hungry. I don't care if he don't show up. She don't show up. I'm too hungry to be denied. I'm too hungry to sit here and leave the same way. Somebody shout, I'm too hungry. I'm too hungry. I'm too hungry. And, and watch this. And I'm through. I'm finished. God, I'm losing weight. My pants falling off. <laughs> hungry right now. When, when there's a time that you can get so hungry that you enjoy the meal that's prepared and you sit there and look at the chef and you're like, Okay, they didn't get the clue. So you start putting little sub messages. That was good. Who made this? Ooh, it was so tender. What's the recipe? Oh, I tasted every oregano. I got, did I get a sense of cilantro in that? It was so good. How did you, how long did it take you to make? What they basically saying is, can I have some more? Oh, God. In 2019, you got to be greedy. And you got to tell your life that if you're not satisfied with one plate, go for seconds. Touch a neighbor said, based upon my destiny, I got to go for seconds. One plate won't do. I need another plate. I need another servant. Look at your neighbor said, seconds, seconds, please. Seconds, please. Because I'm hungry. Because I'm hungry. I, I'm hungry. My wife don't have this issue, but you know, when she fixed my plate, you know, because she's sometimes so kind, she put, she put love on the plate. She, 
But I always remind them, remember, I'm not one of the kids. Don't put no baby play in front of a man. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. You get the rest of them one turkey wing, but you give me two turkey wings. Hello, somebody. She put two turkey wings. You put two scoops of macaroni and cheese on my plate. Because you know you got a real man, y'all. You better in this season eat a man-sized meal. You Okay, let me say it so you can catch it. You better in this season eat a millionaire's meal. You better eat a business owner's meal. You better eat an anointed person's meal. That ain't the size of a plate that a multi-millionaire eat. You better eat a millionaire's serving. I'm too hungry for that small portion. Don't come in here and give me four points in a poem. You got to give me more. I'm hungry. I'm going through too much hell to be eating a sandwich. I need a meat, a starch, and a vegetable. Come on here. I need a full course meal because my destiny demands a greater diet. Tweet that. My destiny demands a greater diet. And I don't want persons to give me something that's made out of a box. I want you to give it to me from scratch. No hate on nobody, but I don't want no craft box of macaroni and cheese. If you like that, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with you. With me, you got to bake it. You got to bake it. You got to work with me. Huh? Because you got to understand something. There's some of you that is okay with eating the general. I want the labored. Don't give me a general word. Give me something you labored over. Pillsbury is good. It put grandmamas out of business. Because Pillsbury put the biscuit in a little cane. But there's a few women who still know how to from scratch. Put the flour in. Come on here. There's a few of us cooks, us cooks, that still know how to mix it right. Roll it out. Smash up the butter. Come on here. So it's flaky. Yes, sir. I need something labor. I'm going through too much in life to have box delivery of meals. When you give it to me, you got to challenge my thinking. You got to challenge my soul. You got to introduce me to new concepts. You got to introduce new ideas. Because where I'm going ain't a craft box. This ain't no microwave. I need you to labor over it. Because some of that stuff got too much sodium in it anyway. It's quick and deadly. I need something that you got to put your back into. I need somebody to preach to me that went through something. I will come on here. I got to tell y'all a secret. Some of my best messages come out, come out of my worst seasons. Some of my greatest pains produce some of my best messages. I need somebody to preach with me that I don't just hear their words, but I feel the spirit behind what they're saying. I feel the pressure. I feel the struggle. Come on here. You got to talk to me out of your experience. You got to teach to me and preach to me based upon the hell that you went through. You got to act like you almost died in it and then show me how to live through it. 
compliment a chef who labors over the meal prepared for you. Stay hungry. I hope you enjoyed the podcast today. If you did, I would love for you to do two things. One, subscribe to our show so you can receive notification of our most recent messages. Also, if this message has impacted you, you can click the link in the description and you can give now. We'll connect with you next time on Crown Ministries Podcast. Thank you.